this week on Best Friend Energy Unpacked. I feel like this kind of came up with Oprah and Gilt, who obviously they formed the friendship by being in broadcasting, both of them. But I I also saw something interesting. It's like their actual interests are quite different. Mm -hmm. And I think it's sort of, uh, it's not correct to be like, oh, your friend is because you like going to the garden club together. Like you can really not be into the same thing. You know, like you have friends that you like to play tennis with. I mean, I don't, I don't play tennis, (laughs) but I'm just saying one could have friends that they like to play tennis with or go hiking with or cook with. These are all things you don't do. (laughs) I don't have friends like this. I don't have circumstantial friends. I'm just saying one might. Everyone, I'm Clea. I'm Joanna. That's Sumner laughing. I'm here also. Yeah. No, as long as we keep you entertained, we're doing our job, Sumner. Oh yeah, and that's not hard. I no. mean, with this group. Okay, guys, welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. Um, on Tuesdays, you know, we do our interview episodes. And on Thursdays, it's usually just either Joanna and me or our team of correspondents like Sumner Canfield right here. Here's my question. Okay. You have a royal correspondent in yes. Lauren Lagarde. Yeah. You yes. have a social correspondent. You know what you're going to be? Yeah, that's my question. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what you're going to be. You're going to be a cookie dough correspondent. <laughs> oh, I can definitely you be could, a cookie dough correspondent. I actually have a few ideas for your correspondent titles. Okay. You are a millennial correspondent. You okay. can be our Bravo correspondent. Okay. Ooh, I can do that for definitely sure. Definitely a housewife correspondent. Um, I also, I do think a there's- A Coca-Cola correspondent. Oh, I'm a Coca-Cola correspondent a, first yeah. and foremost. I know. I think she really works for Coca-Cola. Yeah. This is like her side gig, I it, think. When we were filming in Atlanta, did you go to the Coca-Cola museum? No, but I have been to that museum and I cried. Uh, I've heard like, too know, much for your soul. Well, as you guys know, I cry twice a year. Yeah. I was so moved. <laughs> I was so <laughs> moved. Specifically, Sumner, break down for me where you were moved. I'll tell you. Okay. I will tell you. Okay. So you're put into this theater and I mean- they could run their own propaganda machine, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, because true. the short film that they show you is all about the power of Coca-Cola throughout our lives. Yeah. But what it really is, is a big ad. I, I mean, was actually surprised by the video. I thought it was going to be the history of Coca-Cola. No, no it's not at one all. big ad. It's an it's, ad. It's a big propaganda machine. But guess what? It worked on me. Yeah. You, For the rest of your life. They are reuniting veterans with families at hockey <laughs> games. They are bringing a dog home from the shelter. They are introducing grandparents to the new baby. They make Santa fly through the air. They make Santa, yeah, Santa yeah. important component. Yeah. I saved one of my two times crying a year at the Coca-Cola Museum. Wow. I was, I was silently weeping, just moved. I just want to say I was deeply disappointed in the Coca-Cola Museum. Fascinating. They, so was I. They didn't have any Diet Coke for me to drink. No, but you didn't go to the tasting room? Yes, we did. I did go to the tasting room. Well, was room. it out? What was wrong? No, it was like Jerusalem orange punch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it had, that's like, true. It's it very had, like, global. weird, like all, it was Was all there no global. Diet Coke? None. There I obviously didn't look that direction. There wasn't no, regular Coke either. you did not either. look that direction. No, I had regular Coke because it was the best regular Coke I've ever had okay, in my well, life. I don't remember seeing the <gasps> tasting room and being like, I don't recognize any of these sodas. Wow. They were like international sodas. Sure, sure, sure. Well, because don't they have like um, Bicontinent? They have the kiosk yes. Bicontinent? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I I thought that the temperature oh, at which wow. it was served was impeccable. Okay. The size of the ice, the oh, cup in which I'll wait. tell you I'll tell you what happened to us though at the end. Here's something you might not well you would know about this about us. You would know this about Okay. All right, <laughs> Joanna's having a stroke, so let's just move on. Here's what I'm trying to say. The two of us have never spent more money in a gift shop than at the Coca-Cola oh, Museum. Oh, yeah. We tried to make Coca-Cola our personality, but this is actually a perfect time to bring up one of the biggest debates Joanne and I have oh, ever had in yeah. home meta history. Are yeah. you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. And you could actually, I would like you to weigh in. As, as the official Coca-Cola correspondent. Okay, I'm ready. Thank you for okay. trusting my opinion in this arena. <laughs> Joanna yeah. argued with me, and by the way, the internet tore her apart for this. Um, Joanna doesn't believe ice 
goes in Coca-Cola. And let me tell you, here's what happened. I was doing a very loving favor for a dear friend of mine. And so I went in to go get Cokes, a drink. Yeah. And Clea said, can you get me a Diet Coke? And I was like, of course. So I come back. Here's your Coke. And instead of being like, thanks, Joanna, where's the ice? You put no ice in here? A fountain soda. You put no ice. No ice. Mm. That's crazy behavior. (laughs) That is. That's crazy. So insane. Very European of you. So I guess there's points there. Why would you dilute the flavor? Okay. You're not drinking fast enough. That's insane behavior. Literally, she handed me a Coke from a a fountain soda. So it's just like some big glug. 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 (laughs) No. She gave me, she handed it to me. And so, okay, just so you know, of course, we put it on Instagram stories and then had probably our highest engagement no, of all time. No, this was like and six years ago. And probably. like someone who, like the CMO of Coca-Cola <laughs> wrote in and was like, there's actually a very specific ice to Coca-Cola ratio that they recommend. And what is that ratio? It's like a third ice, two Yeah, thirds. that feels yeah. right to me. Yeah. I just feel like it's just like, if it's one big thing, it's just glugging it's around just in there. Gl- oh, why would yeah, you want to totally. it? I, it's not- I think you're not drinking it fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. All right, we need to bring this back to what we're actually here to do today. We are going to do our notorious BFE segment on Oprah and Gail's friendship, and we're going to take a listener call in. If you missed the episode this week, go back and listen, because we are talking to Jimmy and Alexis Allen. It was so fun. We were in New York with them. It was great. So what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I'm a pop culture watcher. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a culture vulture. Yep. And I distinctly remember coming home from school because Oprah was on at like three or four in syndication. Yeah, and I, p.m. Yeah, I was not an after-school activities kind of gal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had to get home to watch my ER reruns. <laughs> but Oprah was on, and I distinctly remember coming home from school. I didn't watch Oprah a lot, which might surprise you because yeah. I am elderly of spirit, and I feel like right. her demo, you know, was a little older than like eight-year-old me. Yeah. But I distinctly remember coming home and watching the Tom Cruise episode where oh, he jumped on, on the, the couch. couch. On the couch. Like at a moment in time, right? Very formative for me. I, but- important. For some reason, it was like, oh, this feels, you could just sense the importance. You could sense it yeah. was a real moment. Yeah, there was something in the air that was like, stay stay tuned on this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I don't know. I think the Oprah and Gail friendship is a historic one for the ages. That's right. So, Oprah and Gail, to me, has stuck out so much in, I think they almost, like, they are friendship to people, right? Yes, like, yes. They, a model. They are the actual model friendship. I think that Joanna and I probably aspire to be considered in the oh. Oprah and Gail friendship record books. I would love that. I would love that too. Well, so you know what I think when I was kind of reflecting okay. upon Oprah and Gail, something I, I saw that I think really applies to the two of you is that apparently Oprah and Gail like really, you know, kind of give it to each other. Yes, like it's do. not just all agreeing all the time. Not at all. And I respect that because I, I think what is a friendship of multiple decades if you're just like, mm, right. that's nice, that, that's nice. Pretty boring friendship. Pretty boring. Gotta like yeah. light the fire somewhere. So t- let's do a little backstory. They met when they were 21 and 22. I mean- Babies. Can, ba- a literal baby. Very babies. sweet. Can you imagine like me? I mean, me, Sumner, you're very close to that age. Oh, um, thank you. So oh, she's grown a lot since we've met I her. I know, I know. It's like hard because that means I have too. I know. But in my mind, you're still 23. Let's go with that. Um, Like, did you meet someone at that age, like college that you're still like best, best friends with? 
Well, I think it's interesting because I think work friends are also a very interesting thing. And again, like they met, did they meet in college or they met at a, like a no, station? So I don't know Oprah the answer. was a news anchor and Gail was a production assistant. And okay. what happened was there was a very serious snowstorm and Oprah offered Gail a place to stay. Generous, so, always. So, um, I mean, I think if you start your friendship off with a slumber party, like things right, are looking you're, good. You're bound yeah. to be best Yeah, you're, you're, bound, you're bound to be good friends or never speak again. Well, I wonder too, I think, and I think this goes back to you too also, which is I think when you become friends at work, it's actually really helpful because you learn how to like disagree mm-hmm. in a constructive way. And so that means if you have a tiff in your private friendship, you have the tools. Right. That's you do really, have the tools. Really true. To disagree in a constructive way. Right. And, and I you know think, triggers. You learn things a lot faster about each other. A hundred percent because you're with each other. And I mean, if they're working at a studio, I mean, we know right. from like doing working a, a show, pantry. it's like giggle, giggle. Like, yeah. Right. 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 I thought you were going to say close quarters. Yeah, like they have a quarters. whole studio and we're, we had to become friends in a pantry together. In a pantry. But I do think with you, like on top of us. Yeah. In yeah. Joanna's lap. Yeah. But I do think there's something to that because I think when you're friends and then you work together because I think everyone thinks that you guys were friends like first. best friends yeah. and right. they think we grew up together they, 100% and they think we live together but like I think if it had gone that way then you bicker like friends right as opposed to being like I'm annoyed with you but I respect you deeply yeah right. and that comes and I wonder if that's part of their staying power I think that that's really yeah correct I feel yeah. like this is what Oprah would say is an aha moment <laughs> well I remember you said one of your friends when we first when you first started with us aren't you ever worried? What if they get into a big fight and the business blows up? And right. You, I remember you said that to me. It really stuck with me. And you were just like, no, it's just not, it will never happen. No, I they, think it's just, it's the order of operations. I can't believe you had that much faith in us. No, I was, I was steadfast. I wow. Know. I know. Cause you said it and this was early on because I think that's also, it's, that's the people too are like, oh, but so they never fight. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like they bicker. Yeah. And I think when it's like starts, it's like playpen friends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like what century am I from? Right. Then it's like, like less respect. Yeah. I mean, anyone that ever saw Gail and Oprah on their road trip, they know that this was not always an agreeable friendship. Like they fight. You know, a cross country road trip with a friend. I don't know that I'd ever do it. Well, would you do it? Absolutely not. Especially, I would never do it with Joanna. Oh. You know, no, I'll tell you why. I, I value our friendship too much. Oh. I can't afford to lose you. <laughs> okay. okay? I, so if you, if you don't make the same declaration about John, then I'm- Would you do it with John? Cross country, the whole country. Oh, she's gonna. She wants to say yes. I don't. Can I just say I don't like road trips? Well, yeah, I do I, know that's this. a fair stance. Except for it was one of the best tips I've ever given Clea. What's that? Okay, when you have to stop to go to the bathroom, you always oh. stop in a hotel. You go to oh, that is like a so quality inn, yes, comfort inn, and find the newest hotel. It that's could be. Right. It could be like a. It could be a, a motel, any, a, anything. Right. It doesn't have to yeah. be a fancy hotel, but you know they clean the bathrooms because they have regulation stuff. That is a it's, brilliant tip. It is truly the best, one of the top three tips I've ever gotten in my life. Oh, yeah, I'm very glad to good. make the full list. Yeah, that that is excellent. It is an excellent tip, but I can't actually, <laughs> this is so funny. The reason why this tip came about <laughs> is because I actually had the gall to recommend we stop and use the bathroom at Cracker Barrel. Which is like that feels like a safe bet to no, me. No, it wasn't. No, it was People wrong. eat a lot at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like that. It's you like, know this is a hot button for her. I know this is just, getting really close to territory <laughs> that just, I don't venture into. It's, it's gross. Anyway, I didn't appreciate it. 
<laughs> so the hotel bathroom really yeah because no one's eating in the lobby so no one's <laughs> eating in the lobby no they're barely used right yeah anybody coming to a hotel has their own bathroom also brilliant yeah brilliant tip thank it's, you it really was brilliant all right okay so back to a road trip if we went on a road trip together it would be a problem first of all i've been on a road trip with joanna it was short oh, enough it was true. three and a half hours but she exited just randomly <laughs> the, the freeway in like the middle of the night. She just like got off and all of a sudden we were at like a Dodge dealership. She, I'm not even kidding. We were just like going down the road and there was sure. like, and it just, I was like, Joanna, what did you do? And she goes, oh, are we off the, did we, did we exit? And I was like, well, you, we're in someone's yard. I was like, wait, you, you took the exit. We were, to be clear, we were on a really important conference call. <laughs> we were on a okay, really so you important were, conference call. You were focused call. on business. So that's fair. I was just listening very intently to the call. So the real problem with this road trip could also be that you might never get to where you're <laughs> that's, going. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Or get home. Yeah, it's a time issue as much really, as anything. There are just real constraints. So I just, again, to preserve our the, the, our friendship, it's a no. I think that's right. And I think it's sort of, I feel like this kind of came up with Oprah and Gil too. Obviously they formed the friendship by being in broadcasting, both of them. Yes. But I, I also saw something interesting. It's like their actual interests are quite different. Mm. And I think it's sort of, uh, it's not correct to be like, oh, your friend is because you like going to the garden club together. Right. Like you can really right. not Those be into the same thing. friends. You yeah. know, like you have friends that you like to play tennis with. I mean, I don't, I don't play tennis with. <laughs> <but I'm just laughs> One could have friends that they like sure. to play tennis with or go hiking with or cook with. These are all things you don't do. <laughs> I don't have friends like you this. Don't have those just, I don't friends. have circumstantial friends. I'm just saying one might. Joanna and I, we always say that we're so exactly the same, but so different yeah. at the same time. And I think that that leads for like, I mean, that's a good friendship, right? I agree. So I think that Oprah and Gail, they don't have to have every interest in common. Right. I you know? fully agree. I think, and I'm sure they have a lot that they do, but you know, they can, they can be the same and opposite at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think circumstantial friends is a good way to put that. Right. It's like if we remove the tennis... How would this look? That's right. And I only have, I guess when I think about it, I really only have friends that are like core, real deep friends that I, all three of them. <laughs> well, I always, I feel like whenever I do sort of anything, it's always like, well, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, the rate at which I consume television sort of. <laughs> sort of cancels me out of the hobby yeah, category. Yeah, it, it cancels me out of the hobby category. Like it is voracious. And so if you want to come watch something with me. Right, 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 right. Then let's do that together. Yeah. I say that though, and I don't even mean it because I'm like, mm. this is how nuts I am. When I watch Dancing with the Stars with my friends, Dancing with the Stars, right? Mm-hmm. A lighthearted show. Yeah. I watch with my friends and I'm laughing, ha ha. And then they leave and I rewatch it. Oh. Because I don't feel that I have really. <gasps> you didn't get your due. <gasps> wow. No. And I take it very seriously. Yeah. Wow. And so it's so fun to chit chat, but then there has to be. <laughs> but then there has to be a, a real watch. A real, right. real watch. It's a community engagement. And then you need to, you need to correct. I actually understand that. And I should be doing that more often. I just get, I do a lot of shh, yeah. you know, and everyone wants to be like, okay, award season for me. It's my season. And Lauren, actually, our royal correspondent and also our award season correspondent, uh-huh. she and I really became close friends by watching award shows together. And Lauren was a good partner for me in that because she actually respected the show. Yes. Then we invited some people over. Chatters. 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 Chatterboxes. And I'm like, I can't hear. Oh, you're turning into Rick. Okay, my dad, my dad does this. So my dad can you cannot 
talk at all during many things, actually. But I like, respect that so deeply. Like one of the random holidays, we were watching at 11 o'clock in the morning, Sleeping Beauty with the kids, sure. the animated Sleeping Beauty. And we were talking because everyone's seen the movie and we just, times. it was just like on, you know? Yeah. And my dad is intently watching Sleeping Beauty. Maybe he's never seen it before. I don't know. But he shushes us. Like he shushes his grandchildren who are not really paying attention because like everyone has seen Sleeping Beauty. It is literally on the background. He shushes us. Hold on. To which, of course, my mom, uh, we all start laughing. Yeah, right? of course. it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like you're being so serious. So serious. And then he turns around again fa- facing the couch. He goes, oh, yuck it up, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yuck it up, why don't you? Yep. So that was in the Hall like of Fame. Like he's seeing his first talkie. Yes. He, like he was, he was like so furious that we were talking through it. I do think if you're going to watch something friends with I said, you can be different. You can have different interests, mm-hmm. but aligned watching habits are yeah. very, very no, yes. important. It's true. It's true. Because there's nothing more annoying than they're like, who's she? Oh, yeah. you know. oh God. Guys, my best friend from high school, one of them has um, a narration issue. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so if you go to the movies, she's like, wow, he's walking down those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that with my eyes. Thank you. I am in the same movie as you. Um, I once watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for the first time, by the way. Okay. With my father-in-law. Yeah. And John. And he says and laughs at the joke one minute before the character <laughs> says it. So he, he'll he like, t- he'll tell the joke and laugh. He'll be like, oh my God, wait, this is when he does this. And starts laughing. So I can't even hear the line. You're like, <laughs> the subtitles are off. I'm like, I he's the opposite of my dad when it comes to that. So no more movie watching with Terry. So, so you, both Terry's, your father and father-in-law are out. They're out. They're not movie watching friends. They're not movie watching friends. No. Also, speaking of John's, Stepfather also <laughs> narrates through an entire movie. Yeah. And so, he's it's like he's seen every movie under the sun. And he has to, and he'll pick real non sequiturs. He'll do like what your friend does. And he'll be like, <laughs> look at him walking down the sidewalk. And I'm like, but what in the, like, why do you need to tell me that? Why is there an announcement? There, yeah. there doesn't need to be an announcement need with to that. Be an announcement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, let's just um, talk about Sumner being a one-namer. I right? think so. Sumner could be a one-namer. So Honored. in addition to Oprah, who's also a one-namer. Of course. of course. Let's go down the list and let's see. First of all, there might be more than just this list. So I'm open to suggestions. But Madonna. Of course. Okay. Of course. Well, I think too, there's like one-namers who you know their last name. Mm-hmm. And there's one-namers who you're like, I couldn't pull it out of a hat if that I That is a very good mm-hmm. point because I feel like that makes you a one-namer. Although Oprah Winfrey. But Oprah she had a talk be- show, it was like not fair. But I also like, is this insane? Like to me, like Oprah is at, is at the peak of this. Yeah. And so she's such a one-namer that then you do also then know her last name. Right. And some of these are not really fair because they're musicians and I feel like they get to determine like what their yeah. stage their one name, name is. is. Right. Yeah. Like right. Bono is just like, he decided that, right? Like Adele. Right. Like she decided that. Yeah. Okay. But here's, this is like maybe a dumb question. Adele's, you know, first name is Adele. Right. That's different. We just don't know her last name. Right. Like Bono's, you know, given name is not Bono, is it? I I don't know. I don't know. Well, then there's like Cat Stevens. Oh yeah. That's a good one. He changed his name. Is that what you were going to say? No, that was just- I knew that's not what she was going to (laughs) say. She just loves to pull out the most 
random person ever and give it as an example. I always joke that she's like, I mean, it's not like I'm Kim Basinger. She like always, it's like such a bizarre example to give. Very niche. It's very niche. So the fact that Joanna just said, I mean, it's like Cat Stevens is so on brand for her. But what did you mean? I'm surprised you didn't say Paul Simon. No, Cat Stevens though. I'm just saying, no, I don't even remember what I was going to say. I know what you're going to say. What? Okay. <laughs> you looked at me with such, you were excited. You're like, completely what was I going to say? I, I think because Cat is like, it could be like a name that is recognizable in and of itself. Right. Oh. But he goes by Cat Stevens' full name Oh, he's only. a two-namer. Yeah. That's another type of people. It's like you only say the first and last that's name. That's true. It's almost the same as the first name, but just two. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. But Mike, she has Michael a common Jackson. name. But I mean, again, huge icon, but no one really, like you couldn't just say Michael. But that's because there's so many. Cher, there's one. There's only one. Oh, Cher should name. be on this list. Yeah, Cher is on the list. I mean, then there's Clueless Cher, but that was named after the real Cher. I mean, honestly, look, I'm just just going to say, because no one's like said this, that <laughs> Clea is a one. one. It is. No, it, it, is, it's it's a, it is. It could be a it one. Is. You are. It's the, true. It's hard if you're like, Sarah. You're like, well, <laughs> right. Like, which Sarah are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, you can't co-op Sarah. No. That's tough. All right, Clea, we'll, we'll give it to you. I, I think you could be one. I think I could be one. I've never, that's not true. I've met another Cleo one time, but- Have you? Yes. And we worked in the same marketing department at oh, Saks. that's Whoa. extremely that's, confusing. I don't think I even knew that about yeah, you. Yeah, we used to get each other's mail. Like she spelled it the same way. And she pronounced it Clea, which clearly is wrong if you're mm. listening. I was like, no, it's Clea. That's the way you pronounce it. But anyway. I can't believe you've come across one. I have. There's also Clea Duvall. And yes. there's another Clea, Paul Newman's daughter. Is named Clea. Oh, really? Yeah. There are only like four of us. Yeah, so. you can well, research I mean to brag, them. but I got oh. advice from Joanna Gaines on how to how to sign books. So, and what like was her advice? I don't remember. It was okay. just <laughs> I just got advice. They are like, I mean, people say Chip and Joanna Gaines, but they're also like a Chip and Joanna. Yeah. And I think that that, but they don't stand alone. Like it's Chip and Joanna. Yeah. Bono's name is Paul. Oh, breaking news! Bono's name is Paul. Well, no wonder he switched because okay. you can't just be Paul. Well, because he already had Paul McCartney, so it's like, don't right, even touch Paul that Newman, with the 10-foot Paul. Simon, Joanna's favorite. <laughs> His you daughter, just I discovered, is on a very good show. His daughter's an actress. When oh. we're getting to the- we're Oh, I do know this. Nepo Baby conversation. Yeah. Oh. oh, Nepo Baby. She is on Bad Sisters, but she goes by their, you know, real last name. And so I think, unless you know, you know. I mean, wouldn't you want to use the name everyone knows? I guess you can't use Bono. You can't. You can't. Right. No. That's the problem with the one-namer. Madonna- no, it's it's true. Right. I actually have often thought about how like Bob Dylan's real name is Robert Zimmerman, but Jacob Dylan had the good common sense to use Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's always an you... interesting one. Like yeah. who does, who doesn't? Right, right. That's a real choice. But it is a your choice. choice is made by your parent. Well, no, but if it's their stage name, then oh, you have to elect name. to use it. Okay. Like Dylan's son here. I've, I've thought about that a lot. Any last thoughts on Oprah and Gail? I think it shows the power of the Oprah and Gail friendship that Stedman's name was not said once here today. That's true. <laughs> we did refer to her partner, but yeah, that's it. That's right. Uh, that's it. I'm so sorry, Stedman. But it's Oprah and Gail are going to overshadow anyone I mean, any it's day. Just, I think he knows. He knows. He knows his place in the ecosystem. That's right. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take a listener call in. And just remember, you can always get in touch with us at bestfriendenergypod.com. Or you can DM us, you know, carrier pigeon, whatever, whatever suits your fancy. All right, let's listen. Hi, Clea and Joanna. Uh, I'd like to submit a low bar lifestyle moment on behalf of my mother. So I was home for the holidays and I offered to make my parents a cocktail one night just because I thought that would be a nice thing to do as their adult son. Uh, so I was in the kitchen with my mom and I grabbed some lemons from the fridge and began to wash them under the sink. 
And my mom turned to me and told me how proud she was uh, that I was washing the fruit. And I just thought, you know what, mom, that is a pretty low bar. Um, so you tell me, uh, does she get a gold star or is this just kind of pathetic? Okay. There's well, lots to unpack there. Lot, there's lots to unpack there. First of all, I think that making the cocktail is a pretty high bar. I feel like that's like a good- Yeah, good sun moment. Excellent good. sun. Good sun um, moment. And I think getting a gold star from your mother for washing fruit is certainly, it's the lowest of bars. I think it's the lowest bar you could so possibly- you, you mean she had no faith in him that he would know what to do? Yes. Like, yes. I think that she was like, I probably didn't parent him correctly. <sighs> Here's the thing. I mean, I don't want to like open a can of worms here, Pandora's box, but like- is there a different bar for, you know, the men of this world? <laughs> because I think there's something to consider here. You know, it's like a girl is obviously going to flush the toilet after she goes to the right. bathroom. But you That's know what true. I will say too? I'm going to give this caller a- I just can't believe you made a bathroom reference. I know Ooh, it was hard so and I feel it like burning yeah, in my soul. I, do you have to leave? Are you like so I just felt like a good example because- you also, know. though, let me say this. Maybe an extra tick on the bar scale because it's a fruit you don't necessarily- It's like a- It's, it's a lemon. It's not a that fruit. That was my first thought was like, well, is this performative washing? No, it's not. You guys, have you never used a lemon wedge? Everyone's no. Handsies? Of course, but I'm just it? saying I- On like a, a well, lemon I, truck? I, I know, know what but, the- uh, The lemon truck? I'd I like know, to look like where that is. Like the grocery store? <laughs> no, of like, course. Like, but I'm just saying it's different than like picking up an apple and eating it. Like, yeah. of course you would watch- You're not like so, munching so on the I skin. I think this is a higher bar. No, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm with you. Imagine, just- Come with me. No, I, okay. I'm not on you're a different at a, You're train. at a restaurant. You're at a well, restaurant. You, I've always been told that at a restaurant. You can't be putting the wedge then into your in, iced tea. No, of because course. think about no. the, uh, that oh. is the same thing as eating it. No, no but I think I'm with Joanna. I yeah. think the instinct yes. to want to wash a lemon. That's what I mean. Is harder to come by. That's what I mean. Than the instinct to wash a grape. That's what I'm saying. I think he gets a higher bar because she was like, wow, you're even washing a lemon. No, yeah, even no, a lemon. Even Oh my God, I, I need to get out of here. Okay, you guys, even a lemon, that should not be a phrase that exists, especially a lemon. You are, you know what that happens you if the lemon isn't washed? Do you know what happens? It gets washed in your drink. <laughs> yes. What a gross way so to describe that. Don't even a lemon. No, the fact that even a lemon is a phrase that you would say out loud. I'm just telling you, do you wash oranges? Of course. But you just feel the skin off. No, no, no. Oh. If I'm putting it in a drink. A garnish. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But the actual lemon peel is going in the drink. Yes. To take a bath in to your drink. To take a bath. Yeah. And it will it will undirty itself in your drink. <laughs> Sick. All right. Th- I, I have to go. So we're, we're signing <laughs> off for today. And I never want to have this conversation ever again. Join us next week. We have our really good friend, Leah Hassan, who is coming on the pod to talk about our origin story. 